shall we football? Flyer than a foosball, going harder than the balls Inside a pool hall, AJ Cole riding on some fantasy business Living in that dream like they own their own team Man, they tell you how to win, but probably gonna lose If you get last place in the draft, cause you snooze It's really all luck, if your QB gets hurt, then you're fucked Yeah, you're fucked Now you own your buddy's money, plus your girlfriend hates you Cause you can't see her on Sundays Long days, long nights, figuring out your team Till the next day, you're listening to these idiots I felt, a, I felt a stiff breeze. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking God. <laughs> uh, we have a minor fruit fry problem. Fruit fry problem. Fruit fry. I, I got, I just smashed that little bitch. Oh, I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry to be blue so quickly. Yeah. With the Hello. Good football to all. This is the Shall We Football <laughs> Podcast, powered by Rasball. I'm Ryan, uh, my co host, AJ. Colt is still in the great unknown. Uh, AJ and I will be cavelling about rookie QBs and standouts so far, uh, diving deep into Joey Holesboro to find out what's itching him and how we can scratch him in all the right places. Uh, lastly, we will present the Mac Ork Award for episode MVP. A name for Mac Jones's middle name. Follow us on the artist formerly known as Twitter at SWF underscore podcast. It's at SWF underscore podcast. Watch us at Rasball Fantasy uh, on YouTube. Go to Rasball.com to not suck at fantasy sports no more. Um, or don't and do suck at fantasy sports. Uh, AJ, shall we football? Yeah, let's football here. AJ, have you seen anything on the interwebs about Dak Prescott's tattoo? No. So no, here's, I haven't here's heard why we need to talk about this. Dak Prescott has Tell me why we need to talk about this. This was a full leg tattoo. That's not that's not of any concern to us. Right. Colt uh, has a full leg tattoo. Colt has a full leg tattoo. Colt was not sedated for 11 hours to get his full leg tattoo. He took it like a man. What are your thoughts? I know you have a full back piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also were not sedated. Right. The first time a tattoo gun touched my beautiful being, mm-hmm. it was my rib cage, which in, retros- in retrospect, I don't recommend to anyone. That's not the first time a tattoo needle should touch your skin. Not a lot of folks frequent that area of my being, not even the ones most intimate. So whenever you bring needles around it, you tense up. I have a three hour threshold before I start to cry. Okay. Uh, I do have to take breaks every hour to pretend to pee. I support this type of behavior. One, I I support it because I would be a hypocrite if I didn't say I would love for Butterball or Brock Lesnar to have me go to sleep for a little while and then tattoo my body. Butterball is a good choice. But also, like, I'm glad I heard about it because it's a thing. Yeah, I brought it up to our dear boy Colt, who has his own leg tattoo. And I believe Colt's actual words were, what a bitch. Now, uh, and, and you could go there with it. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. There's Daffy Duck involved in that. Okay, whoa, whoa no, I'm not literally looking at it. I was looking at it kind of metaphorically, figuratively, but right now no. I am going to look at it. There's a lighter with the, the visage of Marilyn Monroe on there. There's a Jordan Jumpman. There's a sign for... Oh my Christmas Christ. Pine Creek Estates Mobile Home com- Community. Yes, it's a whole leg, AJ. He's an NFL player. It's a large leg. It looks like he's wearing pants. Yeah. You can kind of see his um, butt cheek in one of the pictures. I'll give me some of that tuchus. Mm-hmm. There's a moose involved in part of it, I believe. I see the moose. Moose confirmed. Yeah. Now, if it were me, I would also be sedated. But, but I'm a self-admitted pussy-ass bitch. 
Right. So there's that. It's on your driver's license. Yeah, it is. Great. Okay, um, that's eight minutes on Dak Prescott's tattoo. Yeah. Let's move along. I regret some of it. I regret a lot of it. That's okay. We're going to keep it in, though. Okay. I'm so, I'm so goddamn tired. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> we have so stat superlatives. AJ is a slave to numbers, and so we're going to give him the floor for stat oh, superlatives God. through uh, the first two weeks. This took me, like, too fucking long. Okay. PFF's top... Uh, goddamn. PFF's top... PFF's top performers, uh, basically going to make an 11 on 11 team. So quarterback, top performer. Actually, you know, Ryan, who do you think? Top performer. Uh, through two weeks. It's easy. Don't overthink it. Come on. Hey, is Josh, is it Mahomes? Jesus Christ. It's Tua. It's Tua. Oh, you were talking about Miami. Okay. Uh, top running back. Uh, Bijan. Bijan. Nailed it. Top wide receivers. I won't make you go through this one. Uh, some usual suspects and one semi-surprise. Number and one Puka is Brandon Ayukua. Uh, uh, Puka Nakua is number four or five. The top three are Ayuk, Tyreek Hill, and Justin Jefferson. Yeah, that makes sense. I will tell you this the quarterback and running back, those two guys were pretty substantially ahead of the next competitor, Tua and Bijan. Next guy was, um, basically another tier. So, tight end, this is a little, I don't think this means much, but he was the number one tight end. So, uh, Will Disley, Seattle's own Will Disley. Love it. Love it. Yeah, I know. I knew you would love it, but it means very little. Uh, offensive tackles, Brian O'Neill, uh, right tackle for the Minnesota Vikings. And then Jordan Mailata, the uh, Eagles left tackle guards, usual suspects, Zach Martin, number mm-hmm. one, then Quinn Miners, um, the Denver Broncos, the other guard spot. Uh, love that. We're going to talk about this a little later in this segment. The Broncos, uh, I'm expecting Based on the numbers, we should all be expecting uh, massive improvement. The analytics are big fans, sure. as far as I can tell. So, uh, center, Ryan Kelly, former uh, All-Pro for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, interior defensive lineman, after one week, because he didn't play the first one, by uh, a good margin, it's Chris Jones. Yep, and sounds then, right. Uh, David Onyemata, um the second one's edge rushers, usual suspects, Michael Parsons, Nick Bosa, linebackers, Demario Davis, Matt Milano. If you don't know, those are definitely usual suspects. Demario Davis is fabulous. And so is Matt Milano. These guys yeah, are killing correct. it. They have been. Um, cornerbacks. Uh, it was, it was Christian Gonzalez was in third until last night's game was played. Marshawn Lattimore moved up to number one and kicked out Christian Gonzalez. Okay. The second two cornerbacks both play for. Who, what's the least likely team outside of the Cardinals? The second two corners? Yeah. Who do you, uh, what team do you think would be least likely to represent two cornerbacks in the top three PFF? Um, corners, the Falcons? Right? Nope. It's the Texans. Uh, okay. Tavir, I think I'm getting that right. Tavir Thomas and then yeah. Steven Nelson, who can actually ball. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about Texans Thomas. defense then, is sneaky, pretty good. Sneaky. Uh, very sneaky. Really sneaky. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, and then the safeties, Jesse Bates, the third usual suspect and Grant Delpit is having himself a he huge is, first two weeks. The Browns said uh, this after week one. I forgot that Grant Delpit played in the National Football League until last week uh, because he has been so injured his first couple of years in, in, in the National Football League. Uh, he is so fucking good. He had a lot of tackling problems his last year at LSU. People slept on him. He was looking like a top 10 overall pick when he came out. And then all of a sudden, tackling problems, LSU stinks. Yeah. And then he comes out. Uh, he may have been there for the 2019 season. Either way, the tackling issues persisted, or so people thought. 
Um, but the dude never stopped being able to cover and he's doing it all at this point. Yep. All right. Player stats, pass yards to a completion yep. percentage. Josh Allen passing touchdowns. I don't think you'd get these Kirk cousins, Jordan love. That sounds right. QBR Dak Prescott and Brock Purdy. So the Dak Prescott one is, is a little bit surprising because you look at his actual st- statistics and they're not awesome. Um, and they haven't had to be awesome because that defense has been so good, but uh, he has also not made mistakes. Um, so moving on to rush, uh, running the ball quarterback rushing. I separated Daniel Jones leading the league yep. right now. Uh, rushing Christian McCaffrey, and it's not particularly close. Also, minimum 20 carries yards per carry is still Christian McCaffrey. Love that. Uh, rushing touchdowns with it's only three Raheem Mostert, Anthony Richardson, and Kyron Williams. I want to say 31 year old Raheem Mostert. Well, so he didn't really, he didn't really break into the league until late in his late 20s. Still, though. Yeah, I mean, he's but he didn't he didn't build up the wear and tear in his early 20s like a lot of the knuckleheads. Did. That's true. That's true. Um, first downs, Brian Robinson Jr. Love that. We love Brian Robinson. We do. Uh, receiving receptions, Puka Nakua targets. Puka Nakua. 25 catches in two games for a rookie. It's crazy. Stupid um, yards. Justin Jefferson yep. yards per catch. Ten catch minimum. Mike Evans. Shout out. Who Baker. will Shout once out again? Ba- Baker Nears. That's right. Once again, Mike Evans will have a thousand yards receiving uh, with Baker Mayfield. Uh, yards after catch, not average total. It's Puka Nakua. Uh, first downs, Tyreek Hill and Justin Jefferson, the the epitome of usual suspects. Mm-hmm. Tackles, Zaire Franklin, linebacker from Indianapolis. Sacks, uh, TJ Watt and Danell Hunter, and then tackles for loss, Danell Hunter. Is it Dan- is it Daniel or Danell? I think it's Danell. Okay. Uh, passes defensed Marshawn Lattimore and then interceptions with, I think it's just the three that he had in the one game. Jordan, Jordan Whitehead. Whitehead. Yeah. Yeah. This hit is his roster bonus. Uh, his incentive bonus of 20, 250 grand uh, in game one. Good for him. Yeah. Western Pennsylvania's own Jordan Whitehead. Pitt, That's right. uh, I don't know if he's a graduate, but he went to Pitt. Uh, this is where this is the most interesting aspect of this stupid segment, right? Offense team stats. Expected points by the offense, Miami. Correct. Points total, Dallas. Yards, Miami. Lowest turnovers with zero. It's Seattle, the Chargers, Green Bay, and Dallas. Pass Mm -hmm. yards, Miami. Expected points by pass offense. These are obviously all leaders. Hopefully that was implied. Miami. Rush yards, Cleveland. Expected points by rush offense, Denver. Wow. That's, That's one that threw me a bit. Yeah. Third down conversions. We're talking about Todd Munkin. It's the Ravens. Okay. Um, Offense looked better the last week. It did. It did. It looked a lot better. Expected points. Um, excuse me. Red zone touchdown percentage. So the, and this is, this is touchdowns, uh, not including field goals or any other scoring opportunity. The Rams and the Packers. So once the Rams and Packers get down there, they are now le- they are right now leading the league in percentage of times they convert <clears> touchdowns. <throat> Pay uh, off. Red, red zone entries. This makes sense. The Cowboys and the Chargers. Uh, because What's we've the all Chargers been... percentage in touchdown con- converted. I wouldn't worry about it too much. Didn't write it Not down. Great. Scoring percentage, uh, any points. So this is how uh, what percentage of drives you score points. That's the Rams. 
scoring on the highest percentage of drives average points per drive i'm not sure about this one this is very confusing it's denver average oh, points two per denver. drive oh and two denver lowest sack percentage this is shocking the la rams wow yeah um defense this is our last bit here expected points by defense dallas yeah lowest a, points yeah. dallas lowest yards dallas turnover percentage most turnovers dallas dallas Lowest pass yards, Dallas. Sacks, the Washington Redhogs, and Dallas. Highest pressure rate, Dallas. Expected points by pass defense against Cleveland, which makes sense. Grant Delpit, uh, Denzel Ward. Well, not only that, rush. whenever we get to Joey, whenever we get to old Joey Holes, yeah. it'll make it'll make more sense. Yeah. Um, lowest rush yards, Philly. Lowest yards per carry, Indianapolis. Uh, expected lowest expected points by rush defense. Cleveland again. So it's Cleveland lowest expected points um pass and rush. Lowest third down per, uh, lowest third down conversion percentage. Cleveland uh lowest red zone red zone touchdown percentage. This is wild. 3 times this season the Dallas Cowboys have had opponents uh inside their I think the red zone ends is still the 25 yard line, yeah. Yeah. No um no touchdowns. Wow. Crazier? The Browns have had someone enter their 25-yard line once. No touchdowns. Wow. Lowest score percentage, Dallas. Lowest average points per drive, Dallas. So we're looking at, I mean, it's still so early to to start drawing conclusions, but I drafted Dallas's defense in two of my three fantasy leagues for a reason, and it's because I expected this a little bit. Did you expect this though? I didn't. I don't you know if I expected this, but did you expect? I don't know. I don't know if I expected this. Uh, I expected a lot of turnovers. I expected a lot of sacks. I didn't know if I expected this. Uh, the totality of the work. It's it's beautiful to watch. It's really cool. Granted, it was against um, the Giants and the Jets, so um, may, well, maybe it's a little bit of an aberration. The Giants ended up playing some half decent football the next week in the second half. They were getting sure. their dicks kicked in in the first half. Sure, sure. But they put up points. They didn't put up any. Correct. The Cowboys. To, to shut someone out. Listen. It's really hard in the NFL. It's really hard anywhere because yeah. most of the time, at some point, if you have a competent offense, you're going to score enough points to where one of your old men with a headset is going to turn to another old man with a headset and be like, we should take some of these some of these money players out now yeah, because they could get hurt. And then that happens on offense and defense. And then uh, it's, it's a whole new ball game basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's almost inevitable. Like there are really good defenses who give in, up in the history of college and pro who have had like no shutouts. Yeah, for sure. It has, it comes with like a fair amount of luck even to, yes. to like really get to get a real goose egg and, and in, in that giants game there was luck and there was bad like really bad weather that's that uh, i would say qualifies yeah yeah uh, but, uh, so like, i mean i don't know i don't know what struck you good. yeah so the dallas defense struck me pretty significantly um and i guess segue real quick into the rams yeah the offense they um so far they're leading in red zone touchdown percentage uh, scoring percentage and how is that offensive line so different? I don't know. They're they're number two in yards per game as well. Number three in pass yards per game. Um, they they have looked so different from last year, and it's 
it's it's startling. There was nobody last year that that could really step in when Cooper Cup went down, and they found a gem at number one seventy seven in Pukunakua. Um, incredible, <laughs> incredible. Twenty five catches. Uh, it's two hundred and eighty something yards. I think it's nuts. Yeah, yeah, absolutely insane. I mean, to to lead to lead the NFL in catches and targets is as a rookie is unbelievable and as an unheralded rookie yeah yeah if you paid any attention to college football the last three years you would know that two years ago uh before puka nakua got hurt he was he was really really good tremendous tree yes tremendous um but then he kind of went away with injury for a season and was a little bit forgotten in in what seemed to be a down wide receiver class last year mommy where's where's puka well he had to go away for a while a shell necklace is what puka is uh, uh he... i was just looking at some of their shit from last year uh, on pff so uh the rams were 24th overall in pass block uh rating and then 19th in run block rating i was expecting worse no sincerely it, with that with how bad their their offense looked last year yeah i was expecting way worse sure uh, it, they didn't get much help from from the running game, though. Kyron like, Williams like has been producers. Yeah, Kyron Williams has been a delight um, and, and he's affected the game in multiple phases. Um, he's been returning kicks for him and returning punts for him. And he has been uh, just a, a delightful little surprise coming out of Notre Dame uh, for those Rams. Yeah, he was um, like he was always going to have a job in the NFL because of his versatility, which mm-hmm. includes being, and he's one of the only um, like pass blockers I've ever paid attention to at running back for with any, for any extended period of time. Yeah. Like after someone said, Hey, this is a really good pass blocking running back for his size too. For uh, Yeah. For his size. Yeah. He is. I mean, he's really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. At, picking, at pass blocking, which can keep you on a roster almost indefinitely. If you yeah. can, I mean, you have to, you don't have to have much, you know, much in the way of skills outside. If you're of willing that, to you stick your stay. nose in there. Yeah. Yeah. And it turns out, you know, he can do other stuff as well. And basically if you, if you have, you know, if you have good hands and you can pass block, you can hang around an NFL uh, roster for a while you absolutely can you can make you can make a you can make a lifetime's worth of money if you can just do those two things as a running back and then be be just i don't know serviceable yeah running the ball just be okay yep for nfl standards be okay yep and he has been he's been a little bit better than okay he's been he's been really nice yeah i mean obviously he's not the fastest guy in the world um, he can accelerate pretty well. Yeah. Uh, he would have. So I think he would have been better suited. I think he would have been an incredible running back in like the late two thousands. Yeah. He has, he has that East West style mm-hmm. that the game speed overall has caught up to. Yeah. But the guy, I mean, now these days having great moves as a running back is good. He's not going to run away from anybody, but he's going to he's going to be in the open field quite a bit. Yeah. Well, now it's, you know, the guys that make the biggest headway are guys with traits, Mm -hmm. you know, speed, power, balance, size. Yeah, size. Yeah, exactly. Uh, He's got some of all of that, but he's got he's got a lot of toughness. He's got a lot of skill. But then 
he's like phone ball. He's like, uh, what is it? Phone booth. The guy's yeah. got moves for days, but yeah. in, in today's game, there's only so, so far that can take you, but yep. I'm glad he's doing well so far. And I'm glad, you know, I'm actually glad the Rams are playing well. It feels, it feels nice. It feels, it does good. feel nice. And, and he's, he's playing well enough. Think a shit ton. Yeah. He, he's playing well enough that they, they seem to be pretty willing to get rid of cam Akers. Um, yeah, that's wild. Like, just I know. very blatantly willing to get rid of Cam Akers. Yeah, coming out and saying, "Please take this guy. Take the, um, take these take these Acres, please." You also so have much. to look a lot at what Matthew Stafford's doing. His his touchdown to interception ratio not awesome. You know, one touchdown, two picks, but he's been what we expect from Matthew Stafford. Um, throwing for a ton of yards. He threw 55, 55 balls against the 49ers, which is insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not <laughs> but but he's he's been effective when he when he throws it i i really enjoy when matt stafford is playing well his qbr is top 10 in the league uh this is this is what you expect to see from this guy year in and year out and he's in year 14 or 15 in the league yeah yeah I, i'm trying to pull up uh pff's doing this fun thing right now i'm trying to pull up the their offensive line numbers and well as it were uh old chris collinsworth does not seem to want me to be able to do that so uh sorry i fuck you chris i guess we're not gonna do that um, He's busy. so i have some things to talk about with joey holes okay this I is not what I we expect to see from joey joey holes right and i'll tell you why hurt so 2023 at cleveland we saw the tw- the three to 24 loss um in Cleveland, and I mean the numbers are pathetic. They're unbelievably pathetic. Mm-hmm. Burrow was one of nine on passes, uh, ten or more yards. His long was ten yards. That's the only why that that's the only reason that one pass tracked is because it was yep. ten. It was actually it was exactly ten yards. They had seven yep. three and outs, including a, a turnover on downs. Here are the drive enders: uh, six plays, sixteen yards, uh, third and five sack. Three plays, four yards, incomplete on third and one. Uh, three plays, nine yards, six yard pass on third and seven. Uh, three plays, two yards, two incompletes, and a delay of game just shot in the foot. Five yards, four, uh, five plays, 41 yards, deep shot incomplete on third and three. Uh, three plays, nine yards, no gain rush on third and one. Three plays, two yards, penalty got behind the sticks, deep incomplete on third and eight. Then they kicked a field goal, six plays, 30 yards. Um, seven plays, 17 yards after they picked off Deshaun Watson. They started at their 50 and missed a field goal. Then uh Five plays, 17 yards, threw in front of the sticks on third and eight. It was like a six-yard pass that it was in that that fell uh that 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 they that they got and had to punt. Mm-hmm. Uh four plays, negative seven yards. Uh Garrett sacked him on fourth and four. Uh, and it was deep in Bengals territory. Uh three plays, five yards, pass in front of the sticks on third and four. They threw in front of the sticks on third and four. And then the last one that mattered was uh, three plays, two yards, and that was Jake Browning at that point. So Burrow was 14 of 31 for 82 yards and nothing else of of consequence. Two sacks, not too bad, actually. Uh, 30.4 QBR. Bengals total had six first downs. Yeah. Last year, in this same game, they lost 32-13 in Cleveland. Burrow, however, was 25 of uh, 35 232 two touchdowns and a pick um five sacks mm-hmm. and a 20.2 qbr 10 points worse than this year uh if you compare the running game in 23 this year 
Cleveland went, um, or uh, Cincinnati in Cleveland went 20 carries, 75 yards for 3.8 per. Last year, 10 carries, 36 yards for 3.6. Basically the same thing. They just ran it 20 more times this year. Yep. In 2022 at Cleveland, Burroughs QBR was worse. The rush offense was worse. He was sacked more. He turned the ball over more. The pressure rates, fairly similar. How the hell did Burroughs' numbers become more anemic this year than last year? This is, uh, or any other game for that matter, this is Paul Denner Jr. of The Athletic reported that Bengals, the Bengals changed their play calling strategy, strategy to avoid re-injuring Burrow. Quote, the coaches had limited the game plan to hedge against re-injury risk for two weeks. There were no snaps under sender or design rollouts. The majority of the play centered around quick timing throws. In week one this year, Joe Burrow's average time to throw in all dropbacks was 2.32 seconds, followed by 2.29 seconds. Uh, in week two this past week. As far as I could tell, there were only four games last year, including the playoffs, where Burrow's average time to throw in all dropbacks was lower than 2.32. And only one of them was a loss. The other one, he was just getting the ball out fast because it was working. There was only one game, and I, I can't remember who it was against, but only one game ended up resulting in a loss for them. All the other games, like I said, it was just what was working. That's why the number was lower. Um, but yeah, there, there was a reason for this and it is it was on purpose that he shrunk almost which at that point i don't know why you don't just try to put in let him rest and put in jake browning yeah i'm still a little confusing because my thought was like this has to be coaching this has to be play calling yeah i i still have very serious concerns about what this means for the Bengals going forward yes Um, yeah for sure for burrow it's he just needs to get healthy for the Bengals, that's another story yeah, that's it, it's troubling all around. If you were going to do this and and try to avoid re-injury anyway, why not just sit him and do what yeah. Jamar Chase said? I don't give a fuck if you don't come back until week five. Just get healthy and get right. Yeah. Um. I. It, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense other than, hey, we paid you. Let's get you out there and 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 let's go play. It didn't turn out great because now he's re-injured. Uh, and it's hard to say whether he's going to play against the Rams next Monday. Yeah, well, we still don't know. I mean, I'm I'm holding out hope, but yeah, they're. I mean, this team is dead in the water without Joey Holes. Yeah, and this is one of their their windows closing where they still have T Higgins uh, with Jamar Chase, and they've oh, buddy, sort of done something with their offensive line, and th- th- that window is closing quickly because they're not going to be able to yeah, pay him. Both. I don't know. I, I think that without this injury. Uh, this is like unprecedented, right? As far as I'm concerned, to like neuter a quarterback's ability this this badly because you're protecting them, but still trotting them out there. Yeah, it's it's very confusing. It really speaks to what they think of Jake Browning. In yes, my it estimation. does. Is that Washington's own Jake Browning? That is Washington's own Jake Browning. God, all you do, like we talked a little about college, a little college football last week. You just na- you just named a college, and I don't want to be blue, but you know, throughout your life, your body goes through changes. And my yeah. body went through a small change when you brought up the University of Washington. I'm just <laughs> like I'm chomping at the bit to talk about universities and their programs of football. University that's of Washington okay. would be a delight to talk about right now too. I was just actually thinking about our. Uh, the quarter are our, our highlighted quarterbacks. Um, 
Yeah, we could talk Ryan, about Ryan right now. It looks like obviously Caleb Williams and Drake May. For those who are yeah. only NFL fans, Caleb Williams, Heisman Trophy winner, potentially is, uh, the next Archie Griffin two timer is, is um, something. He is he's something. incredible. Uh, he is Pat Mahomes. Um, as yeah, far as I'm as concerned, close to Mahomes, Mahomes as you're ever going to see. Um, not quite as charismatic, but uh, Pat Mahomes in all the places that that's weird. I was going to say all the places that matter, but that tickle of football players fancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, football fans fancy yeah. he is he is but something. it's not just him and like there's also a chance that if the team with the number one overall draft pick is not something that suits caleb williams eli manning type standards he could come back and he will go back as per his dad and i don't doubt it one fucking bit this is, i don't i don't think he's blowing smoke i think absolutely he would stay in lovely southern california and Make soak up another five year million making, dollars of NIL. Yeah, yep, making seven figures minimum potentially if he wins another Heisman. God forbid if they win a Heisman Trophy and a national title, I would be shocked if he wasn't making eight figures at USC next year. Probably, yeah. Uh, I, you know that, what? The, the only thing is, I watched him on the Heisman commercials. Uh, he looked a little stiff. He's no Baker Mayfield. He's not Bryce Young either. Bryce Young was a as a natural on those commercials. Bryce Young is good. Yeah. I, Baker Mayfield just it's an he's unfair, transcendent it's, on, it's on camera to everyone yeah. else in that house. Yeah, he's transcendent on camera. But what Baker. I'm saying is Caleb Williams, as far as I'm concerned, the unquestionable number one overall draft pick. Yeah, not uh, close. Sh- should be should be that should be everyone's estimation as far as I'm concerned as well. No, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about who I think is going to get him um, relatively, re- relatively quickly. Um, well, what I'm saying, Ryan, is. Now everyone knew about Drake May for the most part, UNC's quarterback. He'll yeah. also be likely a top five pick. Now we're also talking about Michael Penix Jr., yep. who is at this point probably also trending towards a top five draft pick. If God, that if, dude's, if, the, if the team is there, that Washington's offense is so fun. It's it's really good, and also um, I we can no longer leave out Quinn Ewers. No, no Quinn Ewers. Now I'm not 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 top five yet. But first round though first first round he's in the yep when yours is right there you know and who else is right there which is Sh- like shader sanders is probably in there too you know who right. else is right there and and yeah. we thought he was done and dead in the water spencer rattler that's a little much for me I right he's now, back sir. buddy i think i i think spencer rattler has looked really but just a, really good just a bridge too far for me Kind of a dick, still kind of an asshole, but I sure, think sure. But I was, I was going to let that slide. I just don't yeah. think his football goodness is first round material, even by discussion standards right now. I think you look at, if you look at his numbers, um, if you look him in the eyes really close, if you just <laughs> stare gently into into his eyes, I think Rattler's you'll see, playing you'll his see, way. You'll see the little hole he holds up like this so that he gets mm-hmm. to punch you when you look at it, but it's yeah. supposed to only be below waist. It's not really fair, but he'll punch you anyway because he's Spencer Rattler. Yeah. I think he's playing his way back into that conversation. Yeah. But, yeah. You yeah. know what we used to do? Shout out to Indiana area senior high school band. Did you punch the band kids? No, no. I was, I was band kid. I played percussion. I'm 33. You're 35. Yeah. 35. Uh, PP taps. That was the thing when we were. We in did school. that. Yeah, and we did that. Yep. Smacking other small children in their tiny developing wieners was not something I'm super proud of. But at the time, I was pretty proud of it. But it, the thing is, in band, we didn't use hands. We used drumsticks. Mm. 
That's more damaging. It is more damaging. Also, we were just chock full of aggression and rage because of all the puberty. Mm. And they gave us sticks. And then they were like, here, you only have to play five notes in what's going to be a four minute song. The rest of it, just sit there, you know? Yeah. And of course, we resorted to the only rational thing, which was hitting each other in the genitals with these sticks. Well, I'm glad we got to talk about this. Um, so I'm glad you got it off your chest. Yeah. Um, so that's what Spencer Rattler is all about. If you're <laughs> curious, if you do a background check, you're going to see a lot of this pee pee tapping. Yeah, that that got off the rails. That's what Spencer Rattler does. That's why he's not a first round draft pick, Ryan. OK, fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, maybe high second. High second. High second. Pee pee taps. Uh, have you heard about this fan in Buffalo, AJ? The Bills might um, win the Super Bowl because of this man. No, God, I haven't so heard anything. I really hope this is funnier than Dak's tattoo because that one might need to be edited out. So I'm let's... leaving it then. Erie County Sheriff's Office. They discussed an incident that happened on Sunday. 29-year-old male. They had to recover him from a 30 to 40-foot hole. He was covered in human excrement. He was under the influence of alcohol and drugs, not only alcohol and drugs, it was LSD, cocaine and marijuana. And he was also shit hammered and he smeared himself in poo from a porta potty. According to eyewitnesses, jumped a fence at a construction area around Orchard Park uh, and flung himself to the bottom of a 40 foot deep hole. Bill's mafia is back, AJ. As I said, go Bill's. I think that's really all I have to say about that. I think it needed to be discussed, at least mentioned. Let me ask you this. Poop man crawls out of big hole in street. You wash poop man with a hose pool in a pond. Pond's, pond's good for you. Mm -mm, no ponds, pond full of poop. You're just, just mashing it in there. I'm so tired. We're, this is, we're not going to get this to be funny. Let's just move on to the Baker nears, please. All right. So uh, the Tampa Bay Baker nears uh, Baker Mayfield seeming to find a, a spot at Raymond James stadium uh, has led the Buccaneers to a two and record. Granted, one of those wins was over the Chicago Bears. If you haven't seen J.T. O'Sullivan's QB school uh, talking about the Chicago Bears' anemic offense and what Luke Getzey is doing to them, um, you should probably check that out. Uh, no free ads, but that is a tremendous 90 minutes of your time where J.T. O'Sullivan, former NFL backup quarterback, uh, just lays into the Chicago Bears and what they're doing offensively. Um, but Baker Mayfield actually looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. He is also top 10 in QBR. He's ranked 10th with a 65, I believe, QBR. Uh, 490 yards. He also has three touchdowns and zero interceptions. Mike Evans had a nice receiving not nice receiving day this past week when Baker threw for 317. Uh, Mike Evans, 237 so far on the year. Uh, is, is Baker back in, in Tampa Bay, or is it the result of playing uh, the Vikings and and the Bears. Um, no, I don't. So no, all across the board. <laughs> Straight up, no, all across the board. He's not back. I trust me. If there's anyone, well, not anyone. I'd say you probably want Baker to be back more than I do. But I really want Baker to be back. Baker is just he's good. He's good for the transition and the bridge between entertainment and sports. He's probably he's. He's not Shaq level, but if he had as much success as Shaq, he would be I Shaq feel level like he would sure. be Shaq level yes. entertaining. Yes, I agree. Um, but yeah, I think it's a result of playing the Vikings and the Bears to a degree, to a degree. There are there are a lot of players that they could have chosen for this bridge year for the Buccaneers that would not have them 2-0 right now. 
That is correct. There are a lot of players. I would say Nick Foles would not have them 2-0. That is correct. I would say Zach Wilson would not have them 2-0. Absolutely not. CJ Stroud, I don't think would have them 2-0. He has his team 0-2. He has his team 0-2. And he he played a fairly large role in it. Bryce Young, I don't know. Also 0-2. Also 0-2. Now, Bryce Young and CJ Stroud don't have Vita Vea and Shaquille Barrett and Devin White and Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Yeah. But, you know, there's a notoriously anemic running game, or there was a notoriously anemic running game in Tampa Bay. Rashad White uh, is doing things. He's okay. As as you would say. Uh, He is a PFF darling right now for, again, he's averaging 3.3 yards a carry. I'm, I'm just smacking flies. Excuse me. Sure. Uh, it's so it, it's better than it was last year per PFF. Rashad White, um, the advanced analytics seem to like him. Advanced okay. analytics is just guys watching film is what PFF mm-hmm. is. So 3.3 yards carry. Not great. What that <laughs> what that is accounting for is the fact that this offensive line is is not awesome. Is not great. Yeah. Especially with Ryan Jensen being gone. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, is Tristan Wirfs healthy? No. Yeah, that makes it way, way worse. And speaks to, even though it's the Chicago Bears and the Minnesota Vikings, speaks to Baker Mayfield and his Baker Nears. Yep. Good to see Baker doing well. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is. I, I, I think Baker in the right situation can still win you football games. Um, do I do I think he's by any means real good? No. I, but I think that in the right situation, Baker will win you football games. Um, and he just needs to find that situation in which to thrive. So I hope the best for Baker. Uh, indeed, I would say some of the aforementioned quarterbacks, namely those rookies, I think they probably need a checkup. I think it's been too long since their last one. I think They're so. Talking as well. about Anthony Richardson, CJ Stroud, Bryce Young. Gentlemen, you know the drill. Buddy, look, look, don't look me in the eyes. Look left. I, I, I don't think you really need to cough. Just sort of grunt. I I may I may have to eat some crow. You might. I had been thinking about that, but I'll also have some of that crow because I was in there with you. Anthony Richardson's looked fine. Um, Fine to fine to good. Fine to good with moments of wow. But yes, we, we did say that would happen. We did. Not to say that we did. We said that there were going to be moments where you think this motherfucker is the best football player I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, and there have been moments where he's looked spectacular and there have been moments where he's looked like a rook. Um, yeah, I would say, and you know, I, this is probably jumping the gun a little bit. So he's probably the best looking rookie quarterback in the class right now. I agree. I agree. Um, he, all, you know what's crazy is that he the moment doesn't actually look too big for Anthony Richardson, which doesn't. Of the three guys, it totally should have. Yes, absolutely with, should with have been. You snaps he took him. in college. Yes. Yeah. Um, I will say C.J. Stroud has also looked tremendous. He has. Uh, he had the yips that I was expecting from all three of them, mm-hmm. and did not really didn't get as much from a rich. Correct. I was expecting the yips from him um, against in week one against the Ravens. Uh, there was some easy throws missed. There was a rollout to his um, 
there was a rollout to the left where he escaped some pressure, had very little time before he hit the sideline, turned his body and threw like a top five most um, uh, unfortunate types of throws, which was <laughs> your receiver is running with you and coming back toward you uh-huh. down the sideline while you're rolling out and running for your life. And so is like everyone else who's, you know, more than seven yards down the field beyond the line of scrimmage. So every single Raven is also converging on that spot that you're like, look at this sneaky little man getting Mm -hmm. open near the sideline. I'll hit him like he's your only option. They know that's what's happening. Well, they might know it. I think they're just doing their job going over there. But I think most of them are thinking like, there's no way he throws this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's no fucking way he throws this uh sure enough he unloaded it into like five raven defenders uh and it's pretty it's almost at that point where it's like i might as well do it because these guys are all the ravens hey, all the raven the defenders they're, well they're gonna they're gonna eliminate each other i mean my receiver shirt sure, certainly isn't gonna catch this but all the ravens defenders defensive backs and pass covers uh, they're all going to run into each other. So why the sure. fuck not? But it was it was like so ill-advised, unbelievably ill-advised. He had that one and he threw another one out there where it was like, dog, your boy, MH Jr., Marvin Harrison is still in college. He did not follow you here. No, Damn, he did not follow you here. He's not and, here yet. Uh, yeah. yeah, he very well might be his teammate. He might based on based on how they're how they're playing but yeah like cj stroud threw a lot of very ill-advised shit and my biggest concern um and it was it was stemmed a little bit but my biggest concern was like the little throws um little outlets check downs how does that look is it is it is it smooth are you struggling with that uh the first ball that i saw that he threw when i was watching highlights was the one that he got batted and then caught it and advanced like a yard yeah uh, that's, I mean, you have to be, you have to be playing pretty heads up ball in mm-hmm. order to do that. That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. It means, it means, you know, he's, he was prepared mentally for like the unknown to happen. And it did. And he was there. I mean, you know, you know what the saying about luck, uh, preparation meets opportunity and all that shit. Yeah. Rather he was mentally prepared for some shit to go down. Shit went down and he yep. caught his own pass. Yep. So that was like, that was pretty, pretty I mean, it was far face. Well, at face value, it looked like, oh, wow, rookie getting his pass, his passes batted down. Not great, but the guy had awareness. He still missed some easy throws. Like I'm talking checkdowns. Like yes, the Notre Dame fan. I feel compelled to say this. Little Tyler Buckner, Phil Dracovic one hoppers. Mm, we love a Phil Dracovic one hopper. Yeah, um, but he got into rhythm in that game in like the second quarter. And you could, you could see where, um, fucking flies. You can see where, uh, like apple cider vinegar and dish soap. I know. I know. I don't need you to parent me on the podcast. Okay. You can at least wait until we stop recording to parent. Got it. I did just order a few. (laughs) Shit. Shit. (laughs) Um, so like, I, I, like, I was looking for one of these guys and really not hoping, but I was like this, I, this two games, this guy's not going to make it Stroud. I, I don't <laughs> he's think he's, uh, Get him out. he's not going to make it. He's not going to make it through the year. Um, I don't think that about Stroud. Like I need to see more, obviously like, but Richardson, it's better than I expected yet. 
Well, Richardson, you saw it immediately. Stroud, I was like, he looks like a rhythm passer, and that can be really hit or miss stuff. And with Laramie Tunsil out, you don't get a ton of opportunities to be in rhythm when your best offensive lineman is out. One of the best offensive linemen, period. In football, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch a ton from Bryce Young. Uh, I saw some, what I did watch, I saw some bad reads. Yes, there is some ugly in there. I watched enough of it, and there is quite a bit of ugly in in Bryce Young, and it's Young stuff. He'll he'll get better, and I still think he's going to be really really good. But he looks like a rookie. It's crazy though. You and I were rookie. Well, yeah, you and I were both pretty high. We were pretty high on Bryce Young, and he right now is probably number three. He is of these uh, three young gentlemen in in QBR. Anthony Richardson is the the highest rated rookie. CJ Stroud is second. Bryce Young is third. All of them are above Justin Fields at 31 out of 32. Um, your boy is uh, Kenneth Pickett. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's do that for a second. I need okay. to vent. A, I need to vent a smidge. Let's um, hear. I had a buddy send me this uh, in a group chat. So under Matt Canada's offense, uh, shout out to Steelers crew on Instagram. We don't have an Instagram because we don't want an Instagram. We don't. That, that, that's a whole thing. Sorry, Bobby. Uh, under Matt Canada, the Steelers have only scored 20 plus points in nine of 36 games, scored one touchdown or less in nine of their last 18 games, held to 20 points or less in 13 of their last 18 games, haven't gained 400 plus yards on offense since the beginning of 2021. All other teams have done this three plus times in that period. Nine of those teams doing so 10 plus times. Mm. Matt Canada, Kenny Pickett. I believe in the equality of marriage, except when the marriage is between Kenny Pickett and Matt Canada. The, the legislation should specifically say that these two cannot be married and just has to do with personality. And decision-making skills. It's everything really else. Everything else, fine. And everyone else, marriage equality through and through, unless your name is Kenny Pickett and you really want to marry Matt Canada. In that case, no, you may not. It's really bad. I don't even want a domestic partnership. I am. <laughs> I, I don't want these two. I don't want these two anywhere near each other. Frankly, really... I don't. As lo- you know what? Actually, never mind. I would say that is the case if they're in the um, the city limits of Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. God, it was it, like it was so anemic and so bad, and like it, it's not all Matt Canada. It's it's no, like, it's not. It's a lot of Matt Canada, but Kenny Pickett is not an NFL quarterback, and that is that's just it. That's, that's why it. he stayed at Pitt for thirteen years. Uh, sure, I, whatever. He's just he's. I don't know. They're not going to be bad I, I'm enough. Significantly questioning the what draft. the Steelers are doing. I mean, I was questioning big time with Najee Harris. I was livid about that pick. Yes, you are. And Kenny Pickett. I mean, inevitably you question it. Sure. <laughs> Everyone else fucking come on, guy. Everyone else fucking passed on him. And the consensus on all the other quarterbacks ended up having them fall to second, third, fourth round. Malik Willis, Sam Howell, all those guys that were sniffing first round discussion. All the all those guys ended up falling. Guess who was not further. terrible this week? Sammy Howell. Sammy Howell. Come on down. Fuck That's the one. Love Sammy Howell. I know you do. I know you do, buddy. Where'd you go? Uh, my girlfriend just sent me a picture of Macklemore. That's good. 
Yeah, but what does it mean though? Are we breaking up? Is that what that means? Could be. You should probably go. Is, it, is this is this a proposal? She just proposed to you with Macklemore. When you get to meet Macklemore, high five. Is she pregnant? Good congratulations. Well, no, it's actually Mazel Tov, but I don't think it's pregnancy. Okay. That would be very Hannah of her to break that news in a text message of Macklemore. Also, you know, obviously she's an intelligent woman. I would, it, it makes sense that she would send me this sort of like, um, this. Is it like, just a picture of Macklemore? No, it's uh, it's a picture of, I guess, her friend meeting Macklemore. Macklemore okay. is dressed in a sweater vest here with some nice black slacks. This it, it, this is the kind of thing Hannah would do because she's so smart. She would send me this thing to sort of decode uh, a, mm, a, a seemingly innocuous uh, photo of a man meeting Mr. Macklemore. She used to beat me at chess a lot. She's very smart. Yeah, very smart. My concern is where's Ryan Lewis in all of this? What's a Ryan Lewis? Ryan Lewis and Todd Macklemore were, were BFFs and they made... Um, oh God, uh, what's the chop shop? Uh, I don't remember really many of the, I don't remember most of their hits, uh, popping, uh, getting tags, uh, chop. Nope. Um, thrift, thrift store. Still that was the one. Man. Yep. Thrift store. I'll take you Got to the thrift store. Yep. Okay. Featuring. Maybe she wants to go to a, to a thrift store. That actually this is entirely unrelated and that was all gibberish, but she absolutely in this moment and all of the others wants to go to a thrift store. That is yeah, true. That sounds right. All right. Fuck it. I'm tired. Oh my goodness. Um, speaking of LSU, LSD Buffalo fans, here's a McCorkle award, um, sir. So as soon as you get the, all the, the duties washed off, we'll send you this nice photo of, um, don't dump it in the toilet. Don't, don't do that. That would be disrespectful. Uh, this nice photo of McCorkle in his shirtless glory. Last week's winner was our own Brian, uh, Brian Rashler, yep. uh, who is Ryan Ryan's um, alter uh, sec secretary. Sex uh, so take us take us home. Don. Thanks for joining us on the Shall We Football podcast. Uh, please subscribe to our responsibly sourced program on any podcast platforms and Fantasy Football by Rasball. Where our humble podcast can now also be found. Subscribe to the Rasball Fantasy YouTube channel for video versions of our program. Uh, follow Rasball and the artist formerly known as Twitter as as Twitter as well. Uh, Rasball uh, and at Rasball NFL. Colts also writing fantasy articles, so check those out along with links to our program at football.rasball.com. Lastly, follow us on Twitter uh, at SWF underscore podcast. That's at SWF underscore podcast. Uh, I've got nothing for Texas. They got Baylor yeah. and then Kansas and then Oklahoma. It's Texas is back. Shall we football? Flyer than a foosball, going harder than the balls. Inside a pool hall, AJ Cole, Ryan on some fantasy business. Living in that dream like they own their own team, man. They tell you how to win, but probably gonna lose if you get last place in the draft because you snooze. It's really all luck. If your QB gets hurt, then you're fucked. Yeah, you're fucked. Now you own your buddy's money, plus your girlfriend hates you Cause you can't see her on Sundays Long days, long nights, figuring out your team Till the next day you're listening to these idiots